Hey girly, what's up? Welcome to the Case of the Mondays podcast. I'm your host, Michaela, and we're here to push and motivate each other to make our Monday blues our Monday best. We're here to change the mindset around our worst days and create a life worth being excited about. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Case of the Mondays podcast. I'm your host, Michaela. It's been a minute. It's been been a minute since I've uploaded and I do apologize for that but you know life happens and that's okay we're getting back into the swing of things and I'm here today so that's what matters what have you guys been up to how have you been it's been crazy the last few weeks um I can't even remember the last time I uploaded to be honest but I hope that everybody has been doing great I hope that you've been having a great new year I know that I'm like towards the end of February recording this, so I hope everybody's had a great two months of the year. So what's been going on? Where have I been? What's the 411? Um, Life has been a little crazy, a little hectic. I actually left my job. I made that decision on my own. We were told that they were doing a mass layoff eventually. And I just kind of took it upon myself. I left on my own terms. And I felt really good about that decision. I felt like it was better if I just left on my own rather than them telling me I had to leave. So I felt really good about it as much as I am going to miss all of the coworkers and all of the relationships I've made. I obviously plan on keeping those relationships outside of working there, but it was still difficult. It was hard. But honestly, I feel very relieved. I feel like a burden has been lifted off of my shoulders. It's just been so stressful the last few months working there. So honestly, it was great to go when I did. And then I actually took a week off of work completely. I kind of hung out, took some time to myself, and really just honed in on what I want to do Where do I see myself going in the future? What's the next step? So I ended up at a different factory for a little while. And going from my previous job to the new job, it was like a huge difference. Uh, I was very spoiled at my old job. I, I could socialize all day, but still working. And it was very mindless. And I loved that. Where at my new job, it was very time-consuming and not very social. I really only came into contact with maybe 10 people a day. And for me, being such a huge extrovert, that was just very, very hard. It really took a toll on me mentally and socially. I always felt like I needed that socialization throughout the day, and I wasn't getting it anymore. So after journaling, after talking with my counselor, after really weighing the options of what's going to be best for me in the long run, I actually decided to go back to being a cosmetologist full-time. I'm really excited. I know it's going to be a struggle. I know it's going to be hard, but it's going to be so worth it in the end. And a little bit of a backstory. Sorry, this is kind of like a rant about me this podcast episode, but I feel like this is how we're going to get to know each other. This is how we're going to become besties. So I hope this is okay. Uh, But so backstory, I went to beauty school right outside of high school. 
and I went for my advanced license. So I had to do 1800 credit hours and I was loving it. I loved the atmosphere. I love the social aspect of it. I loved the creativity side of it. So I went into the industry right outside of beauty school, worked at a salon for a few years, really wanted to branch out and kind of learn more than just hair, just the basics. Went to a different salon, horrible experience, (laughs) would never go back there. And due to the situation that I was in, there really weren't a lot of salons hiring at the time. So I ended up booth renting, which is, if you're not familiar with booth renting, it's basically you rent a space for a monthly payment. It's like paying rent for an apartment, but you pay a monthly uh, payment and then you do hair. You book your own hair You have to provide all the product, all the tools, everything. So I ended up going in with another girl to booth rent. Schedule-wise, it was incredible. I loved picking my own schedule. I loved being able to have my own space, make my own rules. But at the same time, I had to work not only doing hair, trying to get it full-time, but I was also working two other jobs on top of it. And it got to the point where I was working midnights, getting, leaving that job, going straight to doing hair, or if I didn't have hair that day, I was going straight to another job, getting off at 2, 3 p.m., going home, and then going back to work at 11 p.m. that same night. So over time, it just became extremely unhealthy, and I ended up losing money doing hair because I wasn't fully focused. I had a 45 to 50 minute drive to the salon. So it was a really big inconvenience. Obviously then COVID hit and salons had to shut down. So I had been kind of looking at getting out of hair at that point because I wasn't doing well at all. I was losing money. I didn't have enough clientele. It was just a really far drive. Uh, Again, So I ended up going to the job that I I had just left from. I was there for a little over two years and I loved it. I loved the job that I was at, but there was always that creativity side that I was still missing a lot. I got the social aspect I needed, financially stable, you know, the benefits, all of that, but there was just still something missing. Now, granted, if that job had told us that, hey, like, we're not going to lay you off, I probably would have stayed there, to be honest. I I really liked the job. I enjoyed it. But given the opportunity of, like, hey, you know, this this isn't a forever position. This is the opportunity to grow in a difficult situation, and now it's time to go back to what I'm supposed to. So I really cherished the job that I was at. I grew a lot there. I was able to go out on my own, figure my life out, figure out who I am as a person. And I give a lot of credit to my coworkers. I mean, a lot of them were like family. I made some incredible friends there. And I really appreciated that job. But after being told like, hey, this isn't going to be there anymore. You know, obviously I was looking for things in that similar field. I was looking for factory work. I was looking for general labor. So when I came across another job, I'm like, okay, like this is going to work. It's going to be just like the first job. And it wasn't. And at first I was really, really upset. I was really heartbroken at the fact that this isn't like my old job. This is nothing like my old job. I mean, the physical labor itself was very similar, 
but the social, the vibe was just not it. (laughs) And I knew that my first week. I could tell it was off. I was like, there's no way I am going to be able to do this for the rest of my life. And that's the main goal that I've been looking for is what am I going to do that's going to keep me happy and satisfied that I can do for the rest of my life? I'm not huge on job hopping. That's one thing that I carried from my marriage that was toxic was I job hopped a lot because what I made was never enough to support two people. And I feel like that is so against what the American culture has taught us and what I learned growing up was what are you going to do that's going to make the most money? It doesn't matter if you like it. It doesn't matter if you love it. You need to do something that's going to make a lot of money and give you good benefits. And as important as that is to be able to support yourself, and obviously if you have a family, if you have kids, but in the long run, if you're going to be unhappy every single day going to work, that job is going to mean less and less, and that money is going to mean less and less. You're not going to be happy overall if you hate going to the thing that you're at the most. If you're working over 40 hours or even 40 hours a week, that is so much of your life that if you hate what you're doing, that is such a waste. You are wasting so much of your life going just for the paycheck rather than doing something that brings you joy and makes that money a little bit more meaningful. So, okay, obviously we've kind of talked about me. We've kind of gone on a little rant, but I feel like this just really spoke to me. I've been struggling for a long time really figuring out what I'm supposed to do in life. What is my purpose? What's the job I'm supposed to do? What is going to bring me the most joy? And I think the biggest thing that has really held me back from making that decision is I'm worried about what other people think. And how stupid is that? How dumb. (laughs) I have been holding back what I want to do, my passion, because I'm afraid of what people think. I'm afraid that people are going to think, oh my gosh, you're just a dumb hairstylist. You don't know anything. You're not going to make enough money. You're never going to succeed. And that is so stupid. (laughs) That is so dumb. You should be able to do what you want and what you're passionate about and not give two shits what other people think. You should not have to worry about, oh my gosh, what is Aunt Sally going to say? What is my sister going to say? You know, you can't Think about what people think of you because you know what? Those people are probably going to their jobs every single day and hating it, dreading it. But they're like, oh, but, you know, I need that money. And I know that it's so hard because money is so important and I get it. I get it. Believe me. I'm taking a huge pay cut going from the job I was at to doing hair. But in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I can DoorDash. I can Instacart. I can clean people's houses. I can babysit. I will literally do anything and everything in my power to be able to do hair full time and make it work. Because I know in the long run, it's going to work out. It might not in the beginning. It might be super, super tough. And I might have to struggle for a little bit. But if that means that I get to dress up I get to go to work. I get to talk to people. I get to make people feel beautiful. That's the end goal. That's what I want. And that's what you should want. You should want to be able to go and love your job. 
You should be able to wake up in the morning when your alarm goes off, not dreading getting up, being excited, being driven, being motivated to go to work. You should not dread your job just because you like the money. Because in the end game, that money is not going to buy you happiness. It buys you stuff. It can buy you junk. (laughs) It can buy you places to travel. But what if you found a job that if you were so passionate about traveling and getting out in the world, why not look for something that aligns with that? If you can find a job that you enjoy, but that also feeds your passion. And what I mean by that is, so you might love your job. You might love what you do, but you're really passionate about something else. But because you love your job and you love what you do, you, you're able to get that time off that you want for your passion, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. But in the long run, your everyday job should be something that you enjoy. It should be something that makes you happy, that when you get out of bed, you're not dreading it. And I get I get everybody has their days where nobody wants to go to work. Believe me, I've been there. It's rough. But outside of those bad days, you should wake up and feel like, oh, yeah, I get to go to work today. Not I have to go to work today. There's a huge difference between having to. Some of the older generations really push the, you need to make this much money. You need to have a house. You need to be married. You need to do this. You need to do that. Like, right. They, like they have this checklist in their mind of like, this is how things are supposed to go. And if they go out of that, then they're wrong. And as much as I respect their thought process and I respect how they like order in things, you know, that's not how everybody's life is. Unfortunately, obviously my life has definitely not gone according to the checklist, you know, I went to college for two years, hated it, and when I hated it, I felt like a disappointment to a lot of my family because they were so excited. I could see the light in their eyes. Oh my gosh, you're going to college. You're going to do so great. You're going to do such great things. You're going to make so much money, and I was hating it. I struggled so hard. I did not get good grades. I did not care about what I was learning. Hell, I nearly threw up during a knee replacement video because I thought I was wanting to be a nurse. There's no way. I can't even do blood. (laughs) But, right? But it was the fact that I felt like I had something to prove to other people. I felt like I had to meet other people's standards because that's what was expected of me. And in the end, Who cares what other people want? It's about what you want. When I went to beauty school, I had never felt happier. I felt right in what I was doing. I loved it. But was everybody super supportive? No. I can really remember when people were telling me, you're never going to make any money in that industry. People don't make that money. You're not going to have benefits. You're not going to have this. But If that's what it takes, if those sacrifices are what it takes to be happy every single day, enjoy my job, live a life that I can be proud of, I have no problem with that. And I feel like a lot of people really need to open their eyes to that. Like, I understand bills and people have expectations of you, but who cares? 
It is your life. It's what you want to make of it. If you want to be a freelance writer or a photographer or a full-time YouTuber, start out small. Start out little. Do it part-time. Start building up a clientele on the side and then build yourself back up. It's a matter of doing what feels right in your heart and in your soul. It is not what everybody else thinks. It's not what everybody else wants. At the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, what do you want? What do you want your life to look like one year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? Do you still want to be sitting behind that desk being absolutely miserable, listening to Karen across the hall complain about the woman that cut her in front of the Starbucks line? No. (laughs) I can guarantee you that most people don't want to live a life like that. And it's hard because our society is so pushing towards, you know, oh, you need to go to college. You need to be a nurse. You need to be a doctor. And if that's what you want to do, I applaud you because there is no way I would be able to do that. But if it's something that means a lot to you, then go for it. Go for that passion. But if it's not, if you are doing something because other people expect it of you or think it's good for you or want you to follow in their footsteps, don't do it unless it's absolutely something you want to do. I just really want people to feel empowered, really want people to hone in on what they want. Quit listening to what everybody else wants. Quit listening to what everybody else thinks about you and what you can afford and what benefits you need. Those things will work themselves out in the long run. Yes, it's scary. Yes, it's terrifying. But if you have a drive and you are passionate enough about what you're doing, it's not going to matter how many hours a day you have to work to achieve that goal, how much you have to penny pinch and how much you have to budget and plan out your groceries. It's not going to matter in the long run because you're going to look back and be like, wow, look at how much I achieved and look at how hard I worked. But damn, I'm proud of myself. That is what is important. That's huge. Looking, being able to look back on your life and be like, wow, I'm proud of that. That's the goal. That is the end goal in life. I don't care if I have to have crappy eye insurance and dental insurance for a few years to do what I love. So this episode kind of turned out to be a little bit of a rant, but honestly, like I felt so compelled to make this podcast episode and I felt so I don't know I just felt so much emotion behind it like I didn't even write a script (laughs) I didn't do any of that which I usually do to keep my brain on track but you know what I just felt good to like get it out get get my feelings out just really come from the heart it might have been all over the place it might have been a little jumbled but that's okay and I hope that this episode spoke to you or you immediately thought of somebody that's been struggling finding their passion on what they want to do and I encourage you to send this to them not to give them a negative push but a motivational push to be like hey I know it's hard I've been there I have been there (laughs) I know the struggle and As hard as it is, it's so worth it in the end and you will be so happy going after the thing that you love the most and the thing that you want to do. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. 
I will plan on getting some more episodes out here soon. I am really excited to be back into the swing of things. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and be kind to one another and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.